Eileen Harris was left to start over when she decided to leave her PhD program after feeling overwhelmed and a lack of purpose. With some Amazon credits paying for her food, she had 90 days to make it work. Her amazing story of grit in pursuing success proved that you can have it all. Hi, I'm Leilani Langdon, the host of What's Your Story, a place where we journey through the lives of others in order to inspire you, the listener, to know, own, and share your story. So make sure to lean in as you join us on today's journey. Welcome back, everyone, to episode three. Earlier today, I shared a post um, that was really something I had been reflecting on, and it was the idea of affirming yourself, right? So we we know the idea of affirmations are something that help increase your mood and can help shift your perspective and your mindset. Just like negative self-talk has a negative impact on your mind and on your body and on your spirit, and it can create a sense of anxiety and depression, positive self-talk has the ability to change the chemistry of your brain by increasing gratitude. And when you increase gratitude, naturally your body responds in the same manner. And so I wanna encourage you today to remain positive, to lean in and love on yourself. Um, And so without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and bring on Eileen. Eileen, how are you? Hey, Lady Boss, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. I am so excited that you are here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Eileen. I am Cuban, live in Miami, hey, Florida. Hey, also whoop. went to Andrews. <laughs> I am an online marketer, coach, a speaker, and I've got businesses online in both Spanish and English. Yes. And uh, my favorite hobby is reading. I know it's not the most... <laughs> wild thing out there but no I listen I, I love a good book okay so Eileen go ahead and tell me what's your story you know it's it's so interesting because if you would have asked me that 10 years ago I would have like written out this perfect little resume of what was coming next and then you know <laughs> life was like you know that's cute right <laughs> let's actually let's actually see how you can handle this and you know mm. I I thought I had this like simple story where I Mm. was the daughter of immigrants. I was the first one in my family in this country to go to college. And after college, I said, you know what? I'm going to do what you're supposed to do. You go get more school. (laughs) And so I was working on my doctorate in psychology. I had this being a neuropsychologist and I had all these ideas and all this research I wanted to do. And then when it got to it, it was horrible. It was horrible. (laughs) I hated it. It was the worst thing ever. I was coming home every day crying. It turns out you are in a situation where this is their real life. This isn't a case study in a book. These are real Mm. people that have been through it. This isn't a soundbite in the news. This is a deep dive into some heavy things. And and I could not disconnect. I was so sad. And I would, if they would feel something, I swear I was feeling a double, triple. (laughs) It was (laughs) debilitating. And everyone told me in my family, work hard. That's what hard work looks like. Wow. Push through. It'll be fine. You'll get used to it. Um I didn't have the privilege you have of wanting to look for what you like oh to my do. Goodness. Right. 
And I, and that is why until I was halfway through a doctoral program, I was finally, I said, there, there's no more to give. I Ooh. have no more. It was, I couldn't recognize myself anymore. I wasn't wow. myself anymore. I wasn't thinking clearly. I was no longer excited about anything. And I thought, if I'm feeling this way, whoever's coming in seeking mental health support deserves yes. someone that's in a better place to mm, support them. And, yeah. and I did the scariest thing ever because I'm a big old goody two shoes. Okay. I'm not that <laughs> rebel. I have no rebellious stories. <laughs> I have mistakes. Yes. But not that I was sincerely right. like, oh, I'm going to show. Nope. That's not me. I'm a rule following nerd. And <laughs> in that moment, I said, enough. And I didn't even recognize myself. And I just said, this is it. And I took a leave of absence from school. And I didn't go back. And so at the time, it just so happens that America wasn't getting it together. And there was a little recession going on. Worst time ever to change careers. (laughs) I'm a hot mess. America's a hot mess. Oh, my gosh. have connections I don't have some trust funds I didn't have anything to fall back on so suddenly I find myself living in a different city because I was living there for school for my graduate school I don't have friends and family nearby I was working at the school so when I say bye that also took away my your job and then America didn't have it together so I God. Couldn't cash in all my other degrees at the bank. I couldn't, you know, get a job. And let me tell you how diligently I was looking for a job. I was even applying for housekeeping at hotels. I wasn't mm. being fancy pants. I wasn't looking for, you know, something awe-inspiring. I was just looking for anything, anything. that was legal and safe and available. Right. So that I could just big money pay things the bills <laughs> yeah, right well i figured life out and i had to go to panera bread for internet i was wow. trading yeah, yeah, yeah. all those fancy textbooks on amazon.com for store credit and that is how you can do that hold yes. on <laughs> <laughs> you live and learn girl if you get Good to rough to places know. you learn some things oh my god <laughs> and i even got groceries on amazon with my books and at, at least that. i could eat my books <laughs> you know in that way <laughs> literally and, literally mm-hmm. wow. and so at the time my husband is my boyfriend and he thinks i got you don't worry about it let's get married so he proposes and Yay. i yeah and suddenly the company he's working for goes out of business no he's in a situation oh my i'm in a situation america's been in a situation Lord and i i think in like 48 hours like remember i had applied to at least 300 jobs we're talking non-stop oh diligent. i was not being picky i <gasps> i was trying anything and so i said okay what Worst case scenario has happened. So when those moments happen, you become a little open-minded. Right. You have no choice. (laughs) Yes. You have no choice. (laughs) And you also come into a situation where, you know, they say when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Mm. And at the time, my husband was my boyfriend and he proposes to me. Now we're engaged. So I took my last little bit of money. That's Bentley behind me. Hey, Bentley. (laughs) (laughs) I took 
took my last little bit of money and I ordered wedding invitations. Oh and my goodness. there's no Wi-Fi, there's no internet, like food is like a whole situation. Oh my goodness. I'm looking for jobs. I sold, you know, what I could and what I knew how to. And I said, you know, this is going to be fine. This is going to be fine. And uh, I didn't know I was that strong until that moment. I was still Mm. sad. I was still stressed, but somehow still looking forward. So I ordered these wedding invitations and I, I had no money. So there was no venue booked for the wedding, but the invitation had a date, a time and a location. And to me, that was accountability. I was like, (laughs) you know. I'm not that bougie. If something goes down, oh I will put a piece of paper and say the wedding's been moved to McDonald's and we oh will all live. <laughs> I had that as a plan. Oh my gosh. So, oh. Matthew, my husband now, he he went with it. God bless him. And uh, I I got to work. He got to work. And there's something so powerful when you make yourself available for good things too. Mm. It is so easy to sit in a funk. I had every good reason to hide under the covers. Yes. To cry day and night, to obsess over myself and my situation and Mm. choose to participate 110% 110 percent with the com- with the country's current recession mm-hmm. because it sometimes when things happen we can choose to do our Absolutely. best to get out of it or we can say this is it I'm committing we're only participating yes and I said I don't know what's gonna happen but I will do my part yeah and so I sent out these wedding invitations so his family's in South Africa they're buying plane tickets and clothes my bridesmaids all bought their dresses and I didn't have a wedding dress the stop oh my gosh eileen yes it was in hindsight that was a horrible idea but (laughs) you know i don't recommend it guys i I don't recommend it but it felt so right it felt Mm. like this was going to be solved it did not feel like a gamble Mm. it felt like the next best move and i can only compare it to baking and in baking, it looks absolutely disgusting. It is not appetizing. You've got raw eggs, you've got sugar, you've got flour, yes. cement mix situation, but you still yes. get the cupcake liners out and you still preheat the oven. And like you still go through all these motions because you know, you believe. yeah, yes, what's going to happen. Right. And at the time, working from home was not fabulous. It was not hashtag blessed. It was not goals. <laughs> it's you true. know, it it's was, uh, oh, you're kind of lame or you didn't make it in that degree mm. or you couldn't find Mercy. anything better yeah, or you're yeah. hustling people or, oh, you're, you're salesy or you're pushy. So I didn't have social support. I certainly didn't have resources, but I had a goal and I had a deadline. I had mm. no time to waste. And then I and then I had a decision to make. I could either call everybody and tell them my wedding was coming up that they should support this business or I could just go for it. And so I said to myself, you know, I don't like buying things just to buy them. How how can I solve problems? And so I took my dining room set and my living room set, which, guys, at this point, if I look back, Thank God it's out of my life. It actually wasn't that nice. But at the time, I had bought it. It was my independent woman furniture. That's what you had, girl. Yes. yes. I furnished it <laughs> myself. You know, I had arranged for delivery. Like, those were all big deals when you're yes. a woman living by yourself. Absolutely. And I said, my dreams are bigger than mm. what I have achieved right now. Mm. You know, you have to be willing to let go of good 
to have space for great. Mm. And I, I good. Okay. And you know what? It was so amazing because sometimes when we go to another level, it's a double blessing because there was a recently single mom in the church and she got brand new furniture, super gently used for a very affordable rate. And she she had to come for a potluck at my house because that's me. If you sit on the floor, if I have furniture or not, you're always welcome. Right. And she said, and she loved it. And she kept commenting on it. I said, well, if you want to buy it, it's yours. And it just stayed with her. And who knew (laughs) that a few weeks later it was for sale? (laughs) So she got to benefit. Yes. Yes. And and sometimes I think it's so tempting to want to keep up with the Joneses when you're in a tough position, yeah. but you got to be willing to let go of good for great. And so furniture sold books have been gone. I've been shopping on Amazon with my store credit, you know, <laughs> dining room set is gone. I'm oh. sitting on the floor doing everything I can take that money, cover expenses and start our own business. Wow. Health and wellness products. And uh, 90 days later, we were already making a monthly income. So every so yearly, we were now at a six-figure income. The wedding was paid for. Wow. We had qualified, you know, for bonuses. We earned free trips. We had helped other people make an income. We were forced to work a certain way. It forced me to learn how to work online, mm. which then created a niche because everyone's like, how'd you do it? At that point, Facebook was ah, <laughs> look at Look at that. And so had I not been in that situation, why would I have done it that way? If yes. I had had gas or other things from my car, I would yeah. have been put in a situation to work on social media. And so what we thought was one business opened the doors to teaching others how to do the same thing. So it kept growing. Next thing I know, I've got clients and students and speaking engagements in over 20 countries, making sales in my sleep. Furniture has been more than replaced, (laughs) (laughs) you know, living around the world. I'm not worried about car gas anymore. I'm on planes now, like major, major graduation. Somehow had the energy to go back to school, got my MBA. Girl. (laughs) felt like that was better. The the better direction. Yes. Funny enough, I don't even think my website says I have an MBA because... It really is for you. It really isn't like what helps you necessarily with branding. And so that whole time, I forgot to tell anybody what happened. Like I, it didn't come up. There was no time. Like the wedding was coming up. Invitations were sent out. People were hopping on planes. Like guys, I flipped through a wedding magazine. I said that dress. I found where they sold it. I tried it on and I ordered it. I only tried on one wedding dress. So if you talk about putting no what blinders, (laughs) (laughs) yep, it was that was it, and I was done. My my wedding, I planned it so fast. I was like, those flowers look good. That flavor cake works. It was so fast because I didn't have the luxury to complain. I didn't have the luxury to vent to family. I don't believe in venting if you can't be part of the solution. Mm. And I that's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. And let me tell you, it's easy now to go and look on my Instagram and say, oh, those are cute red bottoms. But before I had red bottoms, life gave me a red bottom. And <laughs> I had to push through. I was never, I don't know why, I was never in the position where. I was like, God, where are you? Or why is this happening to me? I felt more like my 
faith was being tested rather than me testing mm. God. I was being tested on, do I really believe or is this just a weekly appointment I have in church? You know, mm. am I going through random text? Am I worried about red marks from a teacher on my paper or am I worried about red letters in the Bible? Like mm. it was a pivotal point wow. where I even surprised myself. And so we're super shocked. This is all working. Oh my gosh, you, you're kind of waiting for the other shooter drop. Right. To you, we're like, yes. Mm, the, like things lucky. are things are too good. Like at some point, yes. And isn't isn't that so bad? How we how we self sabotage ourselves in that yes. way, right? Mentally, like something yes. bad has to happen if something good is taking place. Yes, and it was it was stressful to think about. No, I can't go through this again. Or my mm. gosh, what's really gonna happen? And that's when I realized people had been wrong. People had just been wrong. Good, well-intentioned people that mm. wanted to do right by me were just wrong. And had this not happened to me, and let me say better, had this not happened for me, mm -hmm. I would not have been able to show them that someone just like them that mm. had even more setbacks than they did in life accomplished it. I wouldn't have been able to show my dad who always mm. told me, I remember we were boating once and I said, Bobby, how do we get to live there? There's an island in Miami. It's called Fisher Island. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You can't live there because you have to wow. have been born into money, marry into money, win the lottery, win a lawsuit. Wow. And so people like us don't live like that. And so wow. I wasn't right on that island, but I was living on the water. And he came over one day and he stood on the balcony. And he looked at me and he just said, you did it. And I knew what he was talking about. I knew exactly wow. what he was talking about. And I and I raised this lid for my family. I always thought my job was to make money and to just financially take care of everyone. But yes. I was so shocked that my example somehow lifted a cloud that I had no idea was there and allowed mm. people to dream, to set goals, to invest in themselves, to read books, to not just walk around like these predetermined drones to live a small life. They started mm. dream, dreaming big. Yes. And so uh, there we are at this wedding, right? So Matthew's family, they don't speak Spanish. My family didn't speak English. So each side thought the other side had paid for it. So, <laughs> and I, you know, we let them, we let it go. It's just like, we, I literally ate at my wedding. I always see brides like, I was like, this is the most expensive meal I've ever had. <laughs> And I was, and I, was and, and I sold, I sold furniture to pay for this meal. So I'm about to eat all of this food. Not the price of the chicken I was referring to. I was, I had paid another price. And I was gonna sit in that dress and I was gonna eat my meal. And so go ahead, girl. Yes. And I said, nope, I'm not getting up. I am finishing this meal. I love it. It was. It was forevermore the best thing that could have ever happened to me because I've had numerous challenges come about since, mm -hmm. but I was forevermore free. Mm -hmm. When the challenge came, I was challenged, but not crippled. I was yes. paying attention. I was present and maybe very concerned, but never riddled with fears. Mm -hmm. You know, I was uh, curious, but never thinking, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the only way things can happen. And yeah. suddenly that title didn't matter anymore. I thought the only way I could make my family happy was to be Dr. Eileen. Mm, the only that's way so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could bring honor 
to yes. them was to do things a certain way. And I, I'm so glad that I just said to myself, enough of being depressed, enough of thinking small, enough of being a prisoner to random strangers' expectations of me. Talk about it. What? <laughs> like, I don't even know these people. I wouldn't even know if they're upset or if they're happy. Yes. You know? Enough of uh, listening to people who aren't paying my bills. And I'm not talking about with money. I'm talking about with my dignity, my sanity, mm. my emotions, my self-respect, my purpose. When people say, oh, you don't pay my bills. When someone truly says that to you, they're not talking about the cash money. Right, right. They're talking about what was here. And so Mercy. next thing I know, I'm coaching single moms and I'm coaching mm. widows and I've coached people with autoimmune disorders who could not have a job. They weren't like, wow. oh, it's beneath me. I don't want a boss. It's It wasn't that. It was people that I would have never been able to serve had I been absolutely miserable in another role. And then we saw, hey, nobody's doing this in Spanish. <laughs> and so then <laughs> this business in Spanish and everyone told me, Hispanics don't have money. They don't pay. They don't do this. And I was like, have you that. ever watched a novela? Like that's glam glam. That's not Kardashian glam. Like that's glam. <laughs> and that, that was glam before glam was a thing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, that was like the, the person who's portraying a maid in the novela, soap opera, if you haven't seen one in Spanish, is in full glam. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I was like, nah, that, of course, this community's hungry for it. And there have been so many people that have been helped because I was humble enough mm. to share my struggle bus story. Yes. Because as much as I can say, hey, guys, this is possible for you, too. Don't buy into the hype that it's not for you. Yeah, yeah. I also say, and this is where I paid my dues. And that is why I teach you so that you don't have to learn the hard way. So mm. that you don't have to go through all these situations. And I think that I thought this is going to be so great. Financial freedom. I'm going to, you know, be location independent, work from wherever. But that really hasn't even been it. What has been so special is when my little sister graduated from high school and it was on a Tuesday and that place was not as packed as it could have been if people would have been able to get out of work to go support their loved ones that were graduating in high school. So to be able to show up for that, I said that was so worth it. It means the world. Yes. To see my husband every day was so worth it. 2019, when my dad was diagnosed with lung cancer, I took care of him. He didn't have to go to a facility. Wow. You know, that's what I did with that freedom. And um, he told me every day, oh, my God, I can't believe you're here. While he'd nap, I'd be on my laptop and – those types of things, I tell people, dig your well before you're thirsty. And I'm not talking about mm. quit your job and start a business, but I'm saying, do you need to strengthen your faith? Is that a well you need to dig? Do you need to connect more Mercy. with people? Do you need to ask for help? Do you need to read more books? Do you have more resources? Do you need to volunteer more? Mm. Do you, what do you need to do now? It's because the day you plant the seed is not the day you reap the harvest. Girl. A lot of us are like, oh, my God, I fasted for 10 minutes. We're we're all the blessings. And and look, I'm not here. Like, I'm not here to limit your miracles. When, When you pray, when you believe, you can bend time and space. Yes. I am not at all telling you how it exactly goes. But I'm here to tell you, before a pandemic, 
I listened and I pivoted and I and I did things that then put me in a position to work from home before it was cool to work from home. Before, but right before the majority of people were now yes. having to adjust to a new reality and figuring out how to do it and what it looked like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was scary and it was new, but when you're uncomfortable, if you're willing to be uncomfortable, you can finally be more comfortable than you've ever been mm. because you can be in flow. It's not yes. even a, a success thing because you're happy, because you're inspired, because mm. you're tapping into it. Like, for instance, I could hear JLo's story all day long. I will never be a singer. Your ears are guaranteed to bleed if I sing. <laughs> like, <laughs> cause and effect, it will happen. But I know the power of you know, going for what you want, going for what's yes. exciting. And, and to be in a situation where I didn't go the way I wanted, I had to literally pave the way it was so incredibly humbling. And so now I know that a few things, the more you learn, the more you earn, right? And you can mm. earn friends, you can earn That's a, good word. a yeah. number of things, right? Yes. And more importantly, that you can have it all. Mm. I didn't know that you could actually dream big. I think my only mm. regret is not thinking bigger sooner. Mercy. I was only trying to get a wedding and to keep the lights on. <laughs> I, that's what I was trying to do. But wow. I think I would have started sooner saying, wow, look at the effort I put into a doctoral program. What wow. what would happen if I built my own syllabus? That this is what I'm going to accomplish. Like I think yes. what, we to 90 days left now till the end of the year. Yes. The story I just told you was in a span of 90 days. So wow. maybe you don't have a wedding coming up, but what, what can you do now? And your life would be radically different between now and and 2022 what if your goal suddenly became your to-do list how would you act how would you be what if your biggest dreams became your lifestyle yes. who would you be and i yes. knew that who i had to be was generous was mm. humble was coachable and uh, I, I'm here to tell you, don't wait till you're fearless. I, I did everything I told you to do, sweating with my knees shaking, with my hands trembling, with my voice wow. cracking, with my eyes watery. And, and I think that's okay, right? A little fear is yes, healthy. Yes, absolutely. Fear keeps us with seatbelts on, keeps our hands yes. <laughs> off the stove. Yes. And do it with a little fear. That's okay. Your dreams can be bigger than your fear, mm. you know? And I remember this one time where I, I think I told you this, Leilani, where I almost got my aunt sent to prison. And no, you did not tell me that. So you have to tell her today. <laughs> I was a little girl and my dad did car, you know, he did car interior. So he did car upholstery. Mm-hmm. And this was before fraud was the thing. And one of his clients gave me a whole box of checks that he didn't need anymore. And so my dad's working on the cars for his used car dealership. So they would buy the cars at the auction. My dad would help fix up the interior. Mm -hmm. And I guess someone else would fix the exterior and then they would be sellable. So I sat there and I guess I was a, I had lady boss vibes because I knew how to write a check. I was like (laughs) super little. I was writing checks to everybody. And my dad came and I wrote, you get a check, check. you get a check, you get a it was Oprah for a whole day. And my oh my, my signature was Huicho Dominguez because at the time there was a soap opera about <laughs> this guy who won the lottery. So I, you know, I wasn't pranking anyone. I was just handing out checks. 
<laughs> and you know, my uncle came in and I was like, you need a new this. And you know, I said, but my aunt had just gotten to Miami from Cuba. And I and I don't know why. I don't know why I changed the story. I was like, Tia, you won the lottery, but I opened the mail and I threw away the envelope and this check came for you. And I'm little and my hair's curly and probably oh froey or in pigtails. Like I thought there was enough evidence to know, you know, just kidding was implied. And right. everyone literally had a check around me. People were literally fanning themselves with these checks. <laughs> and there was a huge box of checks next to me. So this wasn't even mischievous. It was just me and my imagination. Right. And so I gave her a big old check with Lord knows how many zeros. And my aunt said, thank you. Like, put it away. <laughs> so, Safest place. Yes. <laughs> Then she was given money by my dad and my uncles for her and her husband to start their life in the United States. You know, they had just gone to Miami from Cuba. And that night they gambled it all away because they had just won the lottery. So they gambled away all their money. Okay. No money now. And then the next day I was like, they didn't even ask for a ride. They figured out the bus system brand new in this country because someone would have told them in the family no you don't need to go to the bank for that right joke or she was playing so they went to the bank all by themselves and they went to cash this thing no but before they went to cash it my aunt had chosen where she wanted to live she decided what car she was gonna i leave She said, this is how I'm going to dress. This is a neighborhood I oh want to be in. She was set. So she gets to the bank and she's like, I won the lottery. And she slides it underneath no. that little window. And the lady looks at it. I mean, imagine it says Barbara Motors. That was the name of the car dealership. We Dominguez signed it. Little kid handwriting. And she looks at it and she's like, congratulations. And suddenly, like, they ask her to please sit down, you know someone's coming to help you and she said she heard like helicopters am i safe in america and i just like these were the times where caller id was a big deal right so thank god my dad had caller id and i just happened to call him that day when i was out with my mom and i suddenly get this call back and i was at my mom's job and uh He's, it's a police officer. No, I was like an FBI person, I think. And I was like, this is it. I'm going to prison for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh my gosh, Eileen. <laughs> I said, this, this is the end of the road for me, right? Like, forget it. I'm going to juvie. I, I don't know. And the guy gets on the phone and, I, and I'm so apologetic. And I tell him what happened. He's laughing so hard he can barely talk to me. <laughs> My mom is laughing so hard she can barely talk to me. My aunt's yelling all the things she's going to do to me the next time she sees me. (laughs) Finally, thankfully, the police said, okay, we we believe her. We believe this was a really, really bad situation. I'm happy for my aunt. This was pre-social media. This would have... My family posted this. Gone viral (laughs) easily. Yes. (laughs) So I'm so glad for her. And uh, yeah, I didn't go to my dad's house for months because I was like, "Uh uh-uh, she's going to kill me. I would make him come see me. But, you know, that moment changed her life forever because Mm. that check 
was so real to her. For the mm. first time in her life, she allowed herself to dream. Mm. She said, this is certain. There was no debate. There was no, it was irrelevant anymore. <laughs> it was irrelevant now, right? Where she came from, yes. what languages she spoke, what her parents did, who they were, what her husband did for mm. It suddenly was absolutely irrelevant because she decided something different for herself. Yes. And despite her being one of the last to come to the United States, she was one of the first to buy a home. She was one of the wow. first to have a successful business. She wow. was one of the first to, to truly pave the way for so many people. And that was because that was the one gift, that one misunderstanding, we'll call it that, that little misunderstanding (laughs) gave her. And it was like, well, what if you had a blank check? What if there was no, I don't have time, I'm too old, I'm too young, Mm. I don't do this, I live here, I I live there. I have this many followers. I have, what if we stripped everything away and somebody just came over and signed over a check to you? What would you do? Who would you be? What would you want? And you're going to be tempted to look at your past experiences. That's in the past. If you're still thinking all that day long, you're actually hallucinating. I don't know if you knew this. It's not happening anymore. (laughs) You're living in that moment. You're actually hallucinating. It is a hallucination. If you're looking at your bank account, that only reflects the past. Why would they send us a statement of what's coming in the future, right? Mm. You have got to let go of whatever you have used to justify, to not think big, to not work smart, to not open your mouth, to not ask for help, to not go all in, wake up early, stay up late, do what you got to do. Because as much as, yes, the news has been insane and even toxic, and especially 2020 was awful, all those things are real. Yes. Amazing miracles and Still. blessings and abundance are also real. In Still fact, they're even more real. Yes. And it's when people are not acting in that reality of what's possible that they think they have to steal to get what they need, mm. that they think they have to, you know, do wrong things to get yes. what they need. So if you're willing and available to say, you know what, I deserve it too. I too can have it all. And I am here in a position where I can help other people. Imagine how your life can completely change. Change. Instead of having New Year's resolutions that you might quit next March, you know, (laughs) you can literally start working on everything now. So you either achieve it by January or you're well ahead of the game because Mm, I love that. If someone like me has done even this, what what could you do knowing it's possible? Yeah. What could, when I started my business, there was no Instagram, there was no girl, live stream. Girl, then my smartphone was a dumb phone. It wasn't even like to this level yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was no ease. There were no podcasts that I could mm. plug into. You know, it was very much the good old boys club. Who knew who and. Wow. We still did it. We still came out on the other side and there's still so much more growth left to happen. And I tell people, all I want to show you is an example. This is not a ceiling. You can have it all. I love that. Go for it all. And uh, if you can dream it and you're willing to build it, whatever it is, whether it's fitness, spiritual, career, community, then absolutely open your eyes to it and it will come your way. Oh my goodness. That is so inspiring. I'm so inspired. I'm like, I need to dream bigger. What am I not thinking? We're going to be up all night. Hey, listen, (laughs) absolutely. Eileen, thank you so much. I mean, 
I loved so much of what you said. And so I just wanted to ask you, uh, what has it inspired you to do now, right? Um, what what dreams did you dream after that when you knew it was possible? And you're like, now we can do this. We can build this. Oh my gosh. There there have been so many things that, to be honest, to be really transparent, they weren't even dreams. They felt like fantasies. Like, you know, you have dreams and you kind of think best case scenario. To yes. Happen, but then there's fantasies where you're just like, you know, a girl can dream, wish right. <laughs> you know, yes. when, you know, one day, maybe in heaven <laughs> type thing. Yeah. And we've done so many things, whether it's my husband getting to go back to South Africa, and we've done business in mm. South Africa, and we've, you know, done so many things and shown the world that when you give back, not everybody wants a handout, they want a hand up. Mm, and that's good, putting that's people good. in a position to win like that was so powerful and so moving or you know having a business in spanish that that was epic because literally <laughs> no one was like go for it literally right like, you're nuts right and why are you doing that yeah to now fast forward and we got nonprofit status for the Eileen and matthew harris foundation yeah that's we're amazing excited and uh, we help uh, and we look to keep partnering with people to help minorities and underprivileged communities mm. gain access to information. Because I find that we have so much information nowadays that it's information overload. You don't, you don't know who's credible. You don't know yes. what's right. You don't That's know true. what order to do things. And so we hope to provide well-deserving people who are excited to learn information that can help them get an awesome transformation I love that. Regardless of whether, you know, they're in business with yes. us or not. And so we're really excited about that foundation and just always prospering where we're planted. You never mm, know where you're going to live or what that. you're going to do or where you're going to be. But I'd say that's, that's, that's always the goal. You know, if right yes. now I got a job, I wouldn't say, oh, no, this isn't it. Like I ended up there for a reason. Yes. And that is where you have to fully show up a hundred percent. Wow. Prosper where you're planted. Girl, listen, I have all these like little post-its of your of your of your sayings. I'm like, dream bigger. My dreams are bigger than what girl than what I have. Um I you know, where where would you say that you got um this positive perspective, right? I mean, I loved what you said um, earlier, you know, um, I, I don't complain if I can't find a solution, right? I think that's, that's, a, that's how you said it. Um, where does that come from, right? Does, is that something you worked for? Or is it kind of innate in you already? Oh, that's such a good question. And I'll tell you this, when you grow up to divorced immigrant parents, mm. and I myself didn't learn English until I went to school. So I was like in ESOL classes. And I think the next year I was in advanced classes. It was like, what happened? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was born in this country, but in Miami, it's a situation. You don't need, you, know? you don't and need to speak English. <laughs> right. I had yeah, to yeah. learn it in school That's okay. with everyone else that wasn't born here. And it was actually quite normal for me to see struggle. And I see a lot of people that get knocked off. Oh, you got criticized. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And mm. <laughs> like, oh my God, I ran out of money. And I'm like, okay, is there, a, <laughs> is there another way? <laughs> people were like, yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, and the things that would trip other people were the things that motivated me. Right. Mm. So like, it's either going to derail you or it's going to inspire you. Yes. And then I got to a point where that no longer served me. Huh, because I was so used to expect the struggle, 
hard work. Everything's difficult. Wow. And you can't use that to scale a business or to grow a ministry or to do anything because yeah, 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 you expect yeah, yeah. it to be all you. So why, if you're expecting struggle, why would you hire someone to bring ease? Mm. Why would you ever do self-care? Because you're supposed to struggle. You're supposed to be hashtag team. Girl. And so it, it served me because yes. I was not a diva. I was not a princess. You, wow. you can't be a queen and a princess. You got to decide, you know, <laughs> which one are you? Right. Okay. I love that. And I, <laughs> I just didn't know that things mm. could be so great. I, I didn't know. Mm. In fact, when I see the news, people talking about no money and this and that, the recession, I was like, so you're saying this whole time you guys have all had money. <laughs> you <laughs> I grew up in a recession. <laughs> right. So you're like, wait a second. This is not this is not what everybody yeah. experiences. How how come? How come so, no one told me? Yeah. Oh, I was wow. shocked. So it was very normal. And so it was actually not debilitating for me to see struggle, to deal with change, to be yeah. resilient. It was mandatory for survival. Wow. But then it comes to a point where you'll literally self-sabotage if you don't grow out of that. Think right, because you almost relationships, right? Yeah, you have to unlearn. At some point, it's not normal to just break up, right? Because like, you want to work through things, yes. or you want to grow, or you want to bring a different version of yourself. Wow, yes. Like in any area of life, at some point, it no longer serves you. Yes. And for me, I had to say, okay, I cannot grow a business in survival mode. Ooh. I cannot, you know give back to a foundation if i think this is it this is the last dollar or this is the last yes. moment where i'm gonna have time like wow yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah air city being normal normalized some very tough times for me and and i'm thankful that i had that mindset and that resilience but it got to a point where i had to cut it away and say i am also meant for more mm. i can also succeed with ease God can also send things my way. You know, things can also work out. Yes. Bad things can happen without me even knowing and God can block them away. Like amazing things can yes. also happen. And so I say if right now you're not okay, I would recommend to someone embrace the journey. Like yeah. when I go to the gym, nobody's going to feel sad for me. I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this because I, I might get sore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's part of the process, okay? okay. That's how you know okay. it's working. Uh -huh. And so if you're in business or, you know, you have a ministry or you have to put yourself out there and go on dates, yeah. maybe you're needing a relationship, whatever your scenario is, yes. like, yeah, at some point you got to be okay with parts of the journey, but you don't have to be okay with it forever. We're not yes. martyrs. We're not built to be in survival mode, but yes. it is okay for you to know it's not just you. Mm -hmm. It happens to a lot of us and yes. we can also happen to situations like yeah. we can also show up and, and show out. Yes, because you have a choice. You can decide. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you for next week's episode. If you were inspired by today's story, make sure to follow, rate and review this podcast. To watch the full live show, head over to Leilani Langdon on YouTube and don't forget to subscribe. And remember, purpose is found in knowing, owning, and sharing your story. So the question is, are you ready to share yours?